Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome into Gone Racing. They already introduced us on the intro there, Jeff Motley, alongside Brendan Gone, who's joining me live from Daytona Beach, Florida. He's down there for the Daytona 500, biggest race of the year. Welcome in, Brendan. Yeah, you know, hanging out, had to be here for qualifying last night. My mighty beard oil, 62 Motley. You know, got to take care of the beard family, and uh, we, uh, we we got qualifying in, and everybody just, we got to remind everybody all season long, we do this show before anybody else does their betting shows, their betting podcasts, their betting things. So that sometimes our odds are pretty early. Sometimes we don't get to see practices, and in this case, we didn't even get to see the lineup of the race, and we're doing the show. Right. Well, we never get to see the lineup. Well, I guess, yeah, they, <laughs> well, we usually don't get the lineup anyway, but we aren't going to see the duels, and that's kind of a big deal, I think, with Daytona. This show is being recorded before we do the duels, Brendan, before we get into talking about a little bit about last week and then get into the 500, tell everybody what you're doing with the Beard Oil team. You used to drive that car. You had some great runs at Daytona and Talladega in that car. You've had a number of other drivers. I know you got Austin Hill in it this year, but what are you doing with that team down there? I am the director of race operations for Beard Oil. Uh, don't really know what that means. Uh, what it basically means is I try to help them get through tech. I try to help us get into the show. And we are, we're in duel number two tonight, and we'll be talking a little bit about some of our numbers here, uh, you know, for, for my team and the others. But there's a couple numbers on this board that may not even be in the race. So you can take a super long shot. If your guy isn't even in the race, you're going to lose a unit on that one. Well, we're definitely wishing you guys well down there. Um, Austin Hill, I know he's a guy that's got a lot of experience in some other series, not as much in the Cup Series. So hopefully he'll be able to get that car in the race. All right, last week you took a little jaunt over across the uh, the Mojave Desert to check out the clash at the Coliseum. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., a guy that one of the two people on this show predicted to have a bad season, uh, kind of got the W over there, but it is an exhibition race. What were your impressions of that race over there? Martin was 25-1 to 1 to win that race. Once again, another phenomenal race at the Coliseum, Jeff. They are putting on a great show out there with this car. It was too wide. They went three wide, Jeff. I heard, people had said that it didn't show well on television. I heard some people say that. Live, that thing was phenomenal. They were three wide for laps, not just like three wide and wreck each other and get away. Three wide for laps. Martin Truex wins it. Kyle Busch puts on the show of all shows, going from dead last with 17 laps to go all the way back to second to finish third. The RCR car showed strength. Ryan Priest, he had a battery problem, or he was running away with this thing. A uh, lot, of, lot of fun that happened in that show last week, and and it was this car, Jeff. I'm still, I'm still a big fan of this car from NASCAR. Well, I think it's going to be great. We take a look at the top ten from last week. You mentioned Truex Jr. winning at twenty-five to one. We did not have any top three pop props on that race. Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, the top five. 
Reddick, you mentioned Priest, Ross Jastain picking up where he left off last year, Denny Hamlin, William Byron there in the top ten. And, you know, when you look at the top ten, other than Ryan Priest out there, I don't think there's anybody that really surprises you that they're up there. But kind of like you said, what Kyle Busch did to rally from being spun out uh, there by Joey Logano, actually late in the race to get all the way back to third place was pretty remarkable. Well, and Bubba Wallace led 40 laps. Bubba looked great, and he got into a little hassle off with him and Austin Dillon. They made some sparks there. Uh, Eric Almirola had a good race, led a bunch of laps. You know, I mean, this was a lot of guys did well out there. It was a fun race to watch. So I'm excited for the season and the short track, that LA Coliseum race. I hope it stays as an exhibition for a long time. Well, we got the exhibition in the rearview mirror now. We're going to the real stuff where the points happen. We got the Daytona 500 coming up this week. And then we're going to have the big West Coast swing coming up right after that. We'll be heading uh, back over to the LA area to Fontana, California for the Pala Casino 400. And then, Brendan, it's right here in Las Vegas where we do our show, the Pennzoil 400, coming up on March 5th at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, followed by another West Coast race in Phoenix, March 12th, which is a great precursor going into the season finale that will also be at Phoenix. And then we get back to another one of these super speedways that's been redesigned a little over a year ago at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So definitely some diversity starting off this season. Well, and always remember Phoenix, that's where the championship round is held. So we look at that race as a huge test boost for the championship round at the end of the year. So we we do look at that Phoenix race a little different than we look at some of the rest because that's where the round counts at the very end. That's your final race. Well, now as we start turning our attention to this weekend, the Daytona 500, I think the only thing in NASCAR that is more confusing than qualifying for the Daytona 500 is probably the format for the all-star race that we get every year. So let's kind of talk a little bit about this qualifying format. Uh, Again, we're recording this show on Thursday morning. So Wednesday night, we already had the single car qualifying, which locked in the front row. Alex Bowman uh, is going to start on the pole. Kyle Larson is going to start right beside of him. But then Thursday evening, we have the duels, which by the time most people are listening to this, the duels will be over. That will actually set the field. Brendan, is it confusing for you guys because you are one of these teams that has to qualify in, or is it just, hey, let's just run and do the best we can and and see where the chips fall? No, it's not as confusing as it looks. I mean, it's we, we do know what we have to do. We do know the things. And for the fans at home, basically, two guys locked themselves in on time. That was Jimmy Johnson and Travis Pastrana. They're the fastest two, no matter what they do in the duel, they're in. Then there's two more places left to make the Great American Race, and that is to the people in those duels. Now, Travis and Jimmy can can make things go happen on time. There's a few little side things, but in the end, what you have to do is, we know that in my duel, Austin Hill has to beat uh, uh, Connor Daly in the 50 car, and in the other duel, Zane Smith has to beat Chandler Smith, no relation, in, in their duel. So... You know what you got to do. You got to go out there and run it. And that's the main thing. The rest of it's just for where you want to start. Everybody already knows they're in the race. So the, the pressure is just on those four teams now to make the great American race. And it's, let me tell you something. I've been on only once did we not do it. No Greg's in the one year got wrecked. And that's the only year the mighty beard 62 didn't make, make the Daytona 500. And it's, it's the nerves are on edge, man. You got to, it's a tough one. It, this this race pays better than the whole year, Jeff. This makes your season if you make this race. Well, and I have to admit, I mean, and I and Brendan, you and I both will show our age when we talk about this. But in the days before NASCAR had the charter system, these two races mm-hmm. on oh, the, the duels, I mean, <clears throat> wow. Because I mean, you could have a really, really big name driver go home. I remember one year Greg yeah. Biffle missed the Daytona 500, and and here was a guy running for Roush, one of the top guys out there. I mean, it happened. It used to happen at Daytona quite often. 
Yeah, I mean, I know four. I was running the Kodak car for Penske, and we were not guaranteed in that race, man. That was we 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 had to race our way into it. So it it definitely is nerve wracking. And for these go or go homers, it's a big deal, man. I mean, this race just to make the race is going to pay you three four hundred thousand dollars. That some of these guys spend that all season just to make the few races we come to. Well, and there's no past champions provisional anymore. So Jimmy Johnson was on edge on Wednesday night yep. for his qualifying run, but Jimmy got in. All right, let's start taking a look at this weekend. We're not going to get to the odds yet, but let's just talk about who who has done well at Daytona. Uh, no one comes in, I don't think, any stronger at Daytona than Denny Hamlin. He's got three wins at Daytona. He's been to victory lane in the Daytona 500. Austin Dillon and Kevin Harvick, the only other guys in the race with multiple wins at Daytona. Dillon's got two wins in just 19 career starts, nine top tens in 19 career starts. To me, that is a phenomenal percentage right there for Austin Dillon. Kevin Harvick's got two wins, but he's made 43 starts. He'll be making his final Daytona 500 start. And other guys with wins there, Austin Sendrick, Ricky Stenhouse, Michael McDowell, Joey Logano, and Kyle Busch. Not exactly a who's who among some of those, including Sendrick, who won last year's race. Yeah, you know, and we've all always talked about, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Busch, how much he hates racing this place. He's in a new team. Maybe it's going to be, you got all these Chevrolet teammates for the first time in years. Maybe be a little different for him. But I looked at some of the stats even deeper than this thing. There's some ones that, that, that we need to talk about. I mean, Ryan Priest, only been there six times, three top tens. You know, Bubba Wallace, Bubba Wallace, four top ten, fives in 10 races. Bubba's run really well there. And now that he has... You know, Travis Pastrana is a teammate. He gained, gained an extra Toyota in this field. There's some guys that we don't normally think of. But we, Michael McDowell is one we always talk about. But there's some guys down here that I look at that I go, hmm, you know, done pretty well. Chris Boucher, three top fives, 10 races. Eric Jones has a, a good history here. You know, there's guys that don't normally in Austin Sindrick, last year's winner. You said right there, he's been here twice. Once, he's got a win and two top fives. So, I mean, there's guys that, that, this can this win can come from anywhere. Well, and another guy, a couple of the guys we really haven't mentioned here, uh, Jimmy Johnson, and, and I, I mentioned his name a couple times, but not here in, in, among these past winners. Jimmy Johnson is going to be driving one of the the Legacy Motor Club cars, and that's a good good team. They've got better engines than they've ever had before. He's got Eric Jones and Noah Gregson. Eric has, a, has become a veteran driver. Noah's a little bit more inexperienced. But Jimmy Johnson's a guy you got to believe is going to come out there and be strong. And the other guy we haven't really talked about, and I know we're kind of down on him, but when it gets to Daytona and Talladega, Brad Keselowski is usually a factor. Well, and Brad Keselowski is a factor. I mean, he hasn't done well lately, but Brad is one of those that, you know, he's in that last wreck, let's say, right? He's always one of the guys that's in there mixing up until the end. Brad is a guy that we haven't talked about a lot except for a place like this. Won the duel last year. You and I talked about that. Uh, I, I I like Brad. I like a lot of these guys that we don't normally see that we kind of poo poo on earlier in the season. There's guys that there's numbers here when we get into the when we get into the odds. There's numbers that are deep in this field, which is why we just talked about it in the last show. Well, we got so yeah, so many places can win. We got about a minute left in this segment, so we'll wait and get to our, our race odds once we come back from break. But last year we saw a rookie, Austin Sendrick, win the Daytona 500, and we used to kind of think. A rookie's probably not going to win because no one's going to help that rookie win. No one's going to get behind him. We got a couple of rookies who've got teammates this year, Noah Gregson and and Ty Gibbs. I mean, what do you think about either one of those two guys having a chance to win this thing? Well, what I you know, one thing I look at is with the Noah Gregson situation, he's got a guy like Jimmy Johnson, who's a teammate who also is a team owner for him. So Jimmy 
Jimmy wants to win this race, but you know what? Jimmy knows in the end he could push Noah and, and it'll help his team for the season. So I think you got a lot of situations like that where guys might help these rookies get a W because of the situations they're in, in, in their race teams. It, it, we could see two back-to-back rookies, honestly, this year. Uh, this would not surprise me if they did. Well, and certainly I think with Ty Gibbs, you know the Toyotas are going to try to stick together because that's really been a big deal for them, I think, to try to be a little bit more cohesive. Okay, when we come back on Gone Racing, it's going to be time for Brendan and I to start breaking down the odds to win and to finish in the top three this weekend in the Daytona 500. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. We're so used, Brendan, to coming back and introducing ourselves, and now that I got this fancy new intro where they introduce ourselves for ourselves. It's kind of weird. It's like it's all Double new. Redundant. It's redundant. We're, you know, we're going to, you know, we're professionals, as we always say. Remember, we're we professionally are unprofessional. Right. We are professionally unprofessional. By the way, any chance at Wyatt, you got those t shirts printed up yet? We, uh, you no. were in, Wyatt wasn't here last week. Isaiah was behind the glass, and we thought we needed t shirts to say professionally unprofessional. That is our. I was really hoping you guys could get Isaiah to talk, but oh, he no. said he was close. He said there's one one statement you guys made, but he, he bit his tongue. I think he came really close to jumping in there. Um, but sometimes I think he's in the witness protection program. He didn't want anybody to see him. So, all right, witness we're talking we're talking Daytona 500. Uh, I'm in the studio today. Brendan is joining us live from clearly a hotel room because he has a $15 piece of art behind his head. So I'm sure that that is a hotel room somewhere. It's not even your RV. Fat boy didn't bring the RV up for you down there to Daytona, or did you sell that thing? Listen, Fat Boy drives. He drives for X Track now. He's not with me no more, but he does still get me. He, he gets me my parking pass. I still get, you know, I still get babied. He still takes care of me. But, but no, uh, no, no more, no fancy motorhome. No, no fancy no motorhome. Okay. Well, Jim France is probably happy because you're not knocking on his door, you know, two in the morning or something like that. I think it, you guys had the two oldest RVs in the in the lot at one time. I think didn't you? Didn't you and Jim France just on <laughs> the side of each other? Still do. <laughs> Still do. My, my, my spot's empty. He doesn't want to fill it. My spot's empty next to him. He said he doesn't like anybody else. It's only safe for me. 
All right, very good. Okay, let's get into these odds to win the Daytona 500. Uh, um, one thing we don't see very often, we usually only see this at Daytona, Talladega, and now maybe we see it at Atlanta, where everyone is in the double digits. So Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, and Chase Elliott all are coming in at 12 to 1. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano at 14. William Byron and Ross Chastain at 16. Bubba Wallace, Brad Keselowski, 18. Tyler Reddick and Austin Sendrick at 20 to 1. Big group at 25. Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Austin Dillon, and your pole sitter, Alex Bowman. Then Ryan Priest, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., last week's winner at the Clash, Martin Truex Jr., and Eric Jones coming in at 30 to 1. Brendan, got to love these big numbers. Now, you could bet a lot of guys, and if somebody comes through, you can win some money. Look, I, we, we talked about it a bunch. I mean, there's a, a former winner in Austin Dillon right there, 25 to 1. Last year's and reigning Daytona 500 champion, Austin Sindrick, 20 to 1. Brad Keselowski, the aforementioned, you know, sitting out there at 18 to 1. Bubba Wallace, who's been so strong every race here, sitting there at 18 to 1. There are some great numbers just on this first page with great drivers. That and, and Kevin Harvick, remember, Kevin Harvick used to be the man at Daytona and Talladega, and he's sitting out there at 20 to 1 in his last year. You know, motions are going to run high. He's going to want to go win this thing. Yeah, you know, and I look at a guy, you know, Kyle Larson, he's never won this race. Kyle Busch, and look, he made a joke yesterday when he walked into the media room. I guess there was a sign-up that NASCAR is now an official sponsor of the Florida Powerball Lottery, and he said, I should buy lottery tickets because I have a better chance of winning the Florida Powerball than I do winning the Daytona 500. <laughs> but I will tell you, I think that with the Richard Childress engine, which history shows has been incredibly strong at these type tracks at Daytona, and what else is left – on Kyle Busch's resume, he's won everything else. He's won in his hometown, which was important to him. He's won two NASCAR championships. He's won an all-star race. He's won a lot of these big events, but he hasn't won the Daytona 500. And even though I think he kind of maybe goes in with a little bit of a negative attitude, I do believe there is some resolve in Kyle Busch who says, I really need to win a Daytona 500. I mean, this could be the year. A little bit. You said a little bit. Yeah. Well. Okay. You that's know. like that's that's like saying I had a bad attitude going into Richmond. Okay. Uh, that's you know, Jeff E's. I'm speaking Jeff E's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Kyle hates these places, but I think the biggest difference is this is the first time he's going to have that many teammates. Right. He's going to have all them Chevys. He's going to have all those guys trying to get together. So I think that you know, if there's a time to turn the page for Kyle Busch, this is it. But I still don't like his just lack of really enjoying this place, especially when we get to the second page. And there's so many guys here that are hungry and that do enjoy racing. it. Yeah, but I think, you know, Kyle has kind of learned the, the patient side of it, too. And um, I think he learned some of that. I, I know it's funny that Kyle would ever want to admit he learned something from from Denny. But when it comes to these these type tracks, I mean, Denny Hamlin's a guy we really haven't really talked about very much. But I'm not so sure that there's anybody that you'd feel better about going into a place like Daytona than Denny Hamlin. And and there's another guy. I mean, obviously, he's one of the favorites, but he still has double-digit numbers. Yeah, I mean, Denny's, you know, he's, he, he was his teammate all those years, and he didn't take much from him then. So I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I just, I'm not ready to jump on. I'm, I'm on the Kyle Busch bandwagon next week and for the rest of the weeks, but not this one. All right. Well, let's look over at our page two here. We've still got some more guys at 30 to one. Daniel Suarez, who, by the way, a little bit of news. Daniel Suarez just announced this week that he signed uh, long term to stay at Trackhouse Racing. Actually, I think Alex Bowman also signed a deal this week to uh, continue on at 
Hendrick Motorsports for a few more years. But anyway, Daniel Suarez, Chris Buescher, Chase Briscoe, all at 30 to 1. Michael McDowell, former Daytona 500 winner there at 35 to 1. Then the rookie Ty Gibbs at 40 to 1, along with Justin Haley, Jimmy Johnson, Eric Almarola, and A.J. Allmendinger. Noah Gregson is 50 to 1. Harrison Burton and your guy, Austin Hill, coming in at 70 to 1. And then we get into the triple digit numbers, which we we could see a triple digit guy. You just never know. Uh, Zane Smith, Todd Gilliland, Corey LaJoy, who is a guy that might be, might be worth looking at at 100 to 1. Travis Pastrana, who's going to make his first ever Daytona 500 start, is also 100 to 1. And Chandler Smith, who, as the time we're recording this, still has to work his way into the race. Ty Dillon, 150, and then Cody Ware and B.J. McLeod coming in at 500 to 1. Listen, that Corey LaJoy bet, that that thing really, really could happen. I, I do like the Corey LaJoy. He is so strong here at the end of these races. He's always there at the end. He knows how to get there. Jimmy Johnson, 40 to 1. The Dinger, 40 to 1. You got guys like, look, Austin Hill. He's the he's Right now, he's the reigning Daytona Xfinity Series winner from this race last year. So he's got it. Noah Gregson won on these places before. You know, you got these kids that are super hungry, a lot of teammates, a lot of backing behind them. I really like a lot of these 50, 60, 70 to one numbers. And, you know, we talked about in-game betting, you know, on the, on, on, on the last show, if you run the Daytona 500 with the in-game betting, these are numbers you got to watch for, because as the wreck happens, these things are going to go and move fast. So jump on them before, right. But if you, if you think the big wrecks coming, take a bunch of these big numbers and they get through that wreck and they're going to go down to them teens. And there, there's a way to hedge in the, with the in-game and the Daytona 500 is one of our few races that does in-game. Well, and I think we saw that at the second race uh, last year. B.J. McLeod, I think, ended up getting a top 10 when you talk yeah, about the yeah, in- in-game yeah. betting. So, I mean, you just never know with situations like that. I love what you talked about with Corey LaJoy. Definitely there at 100-1 to 1 as a guy that could can win with a long shot. Uh, obviously, we talked about the fact that Zane Smith still has to officially get in the race, but there's a guy who's won in trucks on, on tracks like this. So, you're right. There's a number of guys out there. Uh, Chase Briscoe, 30-1. to 1 and. Chase Briscoe, I forgot to mention that. Chase Briscoe, super fast yesterday, finished third last year in the Daytona 500. I like that Chase Briscoe at 31, too. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think there's some guys out there. Okay, let's take a look at our top threes here. Uh, they're going to kind of mirror the uh, the top 10, top, I mean, the winning of the race, but the numbers are so much lower, obviously, we're going to see. Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott at plus 350, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, plus 400, William Byron, Ross Chastain, 450, Bubba Keselowski at 500, Reddick and Cindric, 550, Harvick and Bell, along with D- Austin Dillon and Alex Bowman at plus 700, Priest, Stenhouse, Truex, Jones, all at 850. Yeah, and, and look, here's the deal. We talked about it. Run, Jeff, you and I both believe in the teammate thing here. If you go back and look at last year's race, you know, you got Austin Cindric was the winner. You had Chase Briscoe in a Ford behind him, Ryan Blaney in a Ford behind him. Eric Almirola in the Ford behind him. And you had Bubba Wallace and Kyle Busch in the two Toyotas and, and sitting right there pushing each other. So you had a team of Fords and a, and a couple Toyotas. You got to look at those team numbers. You got to look at those guys and say, who do you got? So if I'm going to jump on these, I'm going to jump in one team and take you know the lowest guy. I'm going to take an Austin Dillon at 700. I'm going to take an Alex Bowman at 700. Your pole sitter, by the way, Alex Bowman at 700 for two top threes because they're, on this, they're in that Chevy camp. They're on that deal. They're going to probably be there. You're going to jump in and take Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell, 550, 700, two Toyotas that are going to be trying to push each other right there. You got to look at those type of guys and jump on the teammate bandwagon. Well, you've completely stolen my thunder because the guy I am loving at plus 700 is Austin Dillon. The guy is so good on these type racetracks. And you know what? He's probably got the best 
teammate he's ever had going to a track like this. Oh, yeah. Who he knows will stay committed to him and who he will stay committed to. So I think having Kyle Busch as a teammate over there, plus all those other Chevys, I really, really do like that guy. Okay, let's take a quick look at some of our more longer shots on the top threes. Daniel Suarez, Chris Buescher, and Chase Briscoe are all coming in at plus 850. Michael McDowell's 10 to 1. Ty Gibbs, Justin Haley, Jimmy Johnson, Eric Almirola, Almendinger, 12 to 1. Gregson's 15. Burton Hill are 20. Zane Smith, Todd Gilliland, Corey LaJoy, Travis Pastrana, Chandler Smith at 30 to 1. Ty Dillon at 40. Cody Ware, BJ McLeod at 150. I jump on that teammate bandwagon again. Take the Chevys. Take the Dinger, Gregson, Johnson, uh, Austin Hill. Take all those guys in Chevys. Put them in one. I guarantee you one of those five guys is going to have a top, top three and you got 12 to 1 or, or better. No, I think I agree with you there. I mean, I think the Chevys are certainly going to be strong, and they'll be really kind of curious, but it's just hard to bunch them all together sometimes when you do that. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. we got a few head-to-heads, but we're going to get into our group matchup, something that everybody knows, some of Brendan and my favorites. is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. And while you're there, catch up on all the other VEASAN shows as well. That's VEASAN.com slash podcast. Welcome back into our Gone Racing podcast. Uh, they've already told you who we are. So Brendan is joining us live this week from Daytona Beach, Florida, getting ready for uh, qualifying races for the uh, Daytona 500. You're not staying for the race, though, are you? You're coming, you're coming back home, aren't you? Yeah, no, we got to jump back home. Ryland's racing, so I got to get back home to a uh... – to my own racing career, which is through my son now vicariously. So got to jump back home, told the beards. I could be here for the, for the, for the difficult days. I could be here for the stressful days and they're going to be on their own for the 500. All right. Well, you know, one guy who's in this race, by the way, and you and I did not, did not bring up his name. And, and it's kind of unfortunate because he's one of our buddies who's from here in Las Vegas. He doesn't have any odds on him at all. Who's going to make his first cup series start ever in the Daytona 500 is Riley Herbst. Have you seen Riley while you're down there? I, matter of fact, I was lucky enough to catch the uh, the good ride out to Daytona with the Herps family. So uh, Troy gave me the ride to Daytona yesterday. So always like it when you can jump on the, the the comfy ride, so to speak, Mr. Motley. And you know Riley had a had a rough qualifying run, thirty eight uh, in the sunny D Ford. But you know what, the kid the kid's at positive, upbeat, and this is Daytona. No odds on him, but but you know he's got some teammates there, and and that's an RFK Ford. It's Rick Ware that they've now switched over to RFK. Uh, got a lot of help from them. So the Fords are going to want those guys in the mix to be pushers and hopefully Riley can get in there and, and make it through the big one and be there at the end. I'm, I'm rooting for, you know, yeah, listen, I'm biased. I'm allowed to be, I'm not real media. So I'm, I'm, I'm Noah Gregson, Riley Herbst and Austin Hill. Those are my three 
three guys that I'm rooting for. Well, it should be pointed out, he's locked into the race. He didn't have to qualify yeah. in yeah. through the time trials or through the duels. So, anyway, we hadn't mentioned Riley, and he is our buddy, and he is from Las Vegas, and we do our show in Vegas, and we live in Vegas, so we got to always look out for our local guys. Okay, Brendan, here's what we're going to spend the least amount of time on that we have <laughs> ever spent on, our driver head-to-heads. Uh, we have six of them. That's all we have. And we have six drivers, or actually, technically, we have four drivers against a six different drivers that are even money to minus 120. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it, this is not the week we talk about it to do head to head matchups. You know, I mean, look, you want even money on somebody you can get it. I mean, having Denny Hamlin, even money. I like that because it's Denny freaking Hamlin, even money. Uh, you know, Chris Boucher, one of our guys we love to bet on Chris Boucher, even money, which is the favorite against a couple of guys I like him, but I, I don't see me looking at the head to heads further than you and I finishing this Graphic on the screen and then moving on. Okay. We just spent more time on that than we needed to, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Go our, gr- let's get into our group matchups. Uh, the, now this, you know, Brendan and I do love the group matchups. That's no secret. We talk about it a lot on our show uh, w- with Daytona. It's a little bit tougher because we don't see much of a discrepancy in numbers. I mean, your, your favorite all the way down to your long shot are going to barely be separated by anything. So it's just the nature of of Daytona. Uh, what's that word, Brendan? You want to say it instead of me? Uh, we haven't said it once. We haven't. We have not said it once. I don't know if I'll, I think we can start the year without even saying it. Okay, we're not going to say it. Can you do it? We'll, we'll, we'll assign a $5 fine to each time that word comes up and, and why it'll be the one that I'm going to vote. Who's going to end up spending the $5. Probably he'll probably do that when he makes uh, his picks a well, little bit later. We need on. some big ba- bagels for breakfast later on today. <laughs> he's already had his bagels he, for he, breakfast. He's got to go past the dice table today. Is, and he has to make a bet on his shooting at the dice table. Oh yeah. There you go. Okay. Exactly. Uh, All right. Uh, Look at that. <laughs> All right. Our group a, our two favorites are chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney at plus two sixty five. Denny Hamlin, who's been to Victory Lane a few times here at Daytona, plus 275, and Joey Logano at plus 280. This one, if I go off the stats, is probably statistically the most difficult group to match up, Molly, with the history of Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, how well he's been lately, Ryan Blaney, your favorite, and Logano. Uh, This is probably the most difficult one. The only thing I can see is two Fords. You and I have talked about it versus a a Chevy and a Toyota. So if you want to take it, jump for the two Fords, uh, and then, you know, split your hair through there, 265, 280. But statistically, the most evenly matched matchup of the of the entire day. Well, you know, you and I were on a numbers game earlier, and it was one of the things we talked about were some of the, the matchups. And we talked about the fact that when you get a group matchup that doesn't that has all three manufacturers in it, it actually gives you more of an opportunity sometimes because it's hard if you had three of one manufacturer in it to really try mm-hmm. to differentiate. It's almost like you want to go with the fourth guy because you know how those teams, it's however they line up, they stay that way until the final lap because they want to help each other. Uh, I see a guy like Denny Hamlin here being a plus 275 who has had so much success there. I, him not being the favorite makes me want to bet Denny Hamlin a little bit right there. I get that. I get that. All right, our group B, we've got last year's uh, really our, the breakout driver, Ross Chastain at plus 265. Uh, William Byron, plus 270. Kyle Larson, who'll be starting on the front row at plus 275, along with Bubba Wallace, who uh, he's had a second-place finish in the Daytona 500, who seems to really, really thrive on these type racetracks. Yeah, you know, and going through the stats, I'm looking at Kyle Larson right there, super fast right now. You know, so that was, you know, your outside pulser, those guys super-duper fast. Kyle's stats, though, at these places, uh, nine races, three top tens at Daytona. 
You go all the way through the restrictor plates, Kyle Larson, um, not one of these guys that really, I'm going to say embraces. I think that Kyle's one of those guys we talk about loves to drive. And these are not places that he really embraces a ton. So I see the two teammates with Byron Larson, once again, off the same theory, but Ross Jastain is the guy that in the Chevy group is probably going to be the most aggressive. Um, Bubba Wallace, though, standalone, how good he runs. He's the dog. I'm going to go t- top or tail on this one. Ross Jastain or Bubba Wallace. I like those two outsiders in that one, even though I, I talk about the teammate thing. Well, I kind of feel you there. I mean, I, I'm with you. Um, Bubba would be, certainly be a guy who give a great look to. Before we move on to Group C and D, I want to ask you a question, Brendan. Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick are now teammates at 2311 mm-hmm. Racing. Uh, we know our buddy Kurt Busch is going to be on the radio. He's going to be who knows where all he's going to be, but he is going to be in both of those drivers' ears. He's almost becoming like a driver coach for those guys. Uh, what kind of an effect do you think having Kurt on the radio, being able to talk to those guys throughout the qualifying, the practice, and even the race under cautions and things like that, do you think that's going to be a, a major positive for them? Is that going to be an easy transition? I think it will, but it's going to take time. It didn't work very well at, at the Coliseum for Kurt on the radio with Bubba. Um, but, you know, I think that Kurt has has that calming ability, I think, hopefully, and, and he'll get them settled down. But things happen so quick in the heat of the moment. It doesn't give him a chance. That's going to be something that's going to take time to roll in as the season rolls. All right. Okay, let's move on to our next groups. Group C, we've got last year's defending champion, Austin Sendrick, along with the guy he replaced at Penske Racing. Brad Keselowski are the favorites at plus 260. Michael McDowell, a former Daytona 500 winner at plus 280. And Kevin Harvick, a former Daytona 500 winner at plus 285. We got a lot of former winners in this group, Brendan. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the current, the past, the, uh, all Fords also. So what I look at here is McDowell's the guy that normally runs in the back till the end and makes it to the end and gets those good runs. So that, to me, gives me a McDowell head, like kind of a, a favor towards McDowell since these are all Fords. Um, Cindric is going to want to stay up there. Brad's going to want to stay up there. Kevin, I think Kevin's probably going to want to hang back, too and wait till the end. So to me, I look at McDowell and Harvick and those put those two guys on my radar as my favorites in this group. Well, you know, every, every week, Brendan, I always say there's like the one group, I just kind of throw up the X and say, eh, not touching that one. I think this is that one. And I think maybe it is because they're all, like you said, they're all four boards and, you know, Cindric, he pulled it out right at the end last year. And, and like you t- said, McDowell and Harvick, there's two guys that are going to hang back. But my guess is when there's 10 to go, you're going to see both of them up there running toward the front. So I think that's a tough one to pick. All right, let's take a look here at Group D, and you're talking about a close matchup here. We have three co-favorites, Tyler Reddick, Daniel Suarez, and Kyle Busch, and Eric Jones at plus 275. Not much differentiation at all in this group. Now, the fun thing to me is you have the uh, Kyle Busch, Tyler Reddick, you know, team swap there. You got them going head-to-head. That's going to be fun to watch all season. Uh, you know, And then you got Chevrolet with, with Eric Jones, Chevrolet with Daniel Suarez, Chevrolet with Kyle Busch, with the one standalone Toyota, Tyler Reddick. I like the three. I like the three Chevys, um, just because it's three against one. So the problem is, which one do you pick? You can't pick all three of them. You lose, you know, some units. But I, I do like the uh, Daniel Suarez, Eric Jones pick because the Kyle Busch aforementioned that is he doesn't like this place. And you know, it's funny. I look at this group right here, and I so want to go Kyle Busch because there's just something inside of me that tells me that that Kyle Busch's career is not going to end without having a Daytona 500 win. 
I, 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 well, I know. Look, you chuckle. I know, and you and hey, you might be right on that. But there's, like I said, there's a part of me that wants to take Kyle Busch here. But to me, the guy in this group who embraces this kind of racing more than anybody else is Eric Jones. Eric Jones seems to thrive on these type racetracks, and I think we've seen that with him over the years. So I just think he's a guy that you're definitely going to be have to take a hard look at. I agree. All right, we come back on Gone Racing. Uh, we've got two more groups to go. We'll give you our picks for this week's Daytona 500, and we're also going to roll the clock back about a week, and we'll tell you a little bit about what our predictions were for the entire season. We'll be right back on Gone Racing in just a couple minutes. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. HighFiveCasino. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome back into our final segment of Gone Racing. Brendan is joining us live from Daytona Beach, Florida. He is down there for qualifying for the Daytona 500. Uh, he's got a car in the race, Austin Hill, driving the Beard Motorsport Chevrolet, which Brendan drove a number of times at Daytona and Talladega. So we're wishing them well down there. But, Brendan, we're moving into we get to the end of our group matchups here. Uh, we're in Group E now. Chase Briscoe is the favorite at plus 265. Ryan Priest, Eric Almarola, plus 270. And Christopher Bell at plus 280. Yeah, you know, and, and this is another one of those that I can look at and say, okay, Chase Briscoe out of the uh, Stuart Haas camp. Ryan Priest out of the Stuart Haas camp. And Eric Almarola out of the Stuart Haas camp. We got three teammates. And then the lone Toyota of Seabell. The problem we always have with the Toyotas, the Toyotas just, there's not many of them, right? So I do, I, I'm big high on that Chase Briscoe pick right there, though. I do like it, but Priest, Priest is strong here. He just hasn't been, you know, in the Cup Series in a while. But I like that Chase Briscoe. Something something screams Chase Briscoe to me. Yeah, I'm with you there. I kind of like Chase Briscoe there. I mean, I was impressed by what Ryan Priest did at the Coliseum, but it's a big difference going from a quarter mile to that two-and-a-half-mile track. That's kind of hard to compare those two. Eric Almirola, he's got a win at Daytona. I think he won the, mm-hmm. the July race mm-hmm. here several years ago. And Christopher Bell, a guy that was in the Final Four last year when we got to Phoenix. So he certainly came on strong toward the end of last year. But I'm with you. I like Chase Briscoe in that group. All right, our final group, uh, Chris Busher, our old buddy, has fallen back into Group F, along with our pole sitter, Alex Bowman, along with Austin Dillon. They're all plus 270. 
Ricky Stenhouse Jr., a former winner here at plus 275. Boy, I tell you, this is the strongest Group F that I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, we always make the jokes about Ricky Stenhouse, you know, I mean, at Daytona and Talladega. But this is this is one hell of a group right here, man. I mean, this is a very, very tough one. Uh, but look, Alex Bowman's on the pole right now, super strong. And you got Austin Dillon at 270. Really hard for me to get out of those two Chevys right there. Uh, they, they both end up running so well here. They're both in the top 10 of, uh, of overall, you know, at the restrictor plates. So I got to look at Dylan and Bowman as my two favorites and, and they're the same odds. So tough to pick it. Well, I was going to say, that's the hard thing is who do you pick between those two? Um, I just think that's a really tough one. I do like Austin Dillon, I guess a little bit just because of his history here. All right. We get into our manufacturer props and this one, if you uh, believe in the Toyotas, there's a place to make some money. Chevy coming in as a clear favorite at a plus 120. No big surprise there. Ford, who's seen uh, their car go to victory lane last year in this race at plus 150. And then the Toyotas come in at plus 320. I think we've only got, what, six six Toyotas in the race? So seven this year with Travis. There's seven? They're, they're up one with Travis. Yep, there's seven. Oh, I so, forgot Pastrana's in a Toyota. That's right. Okay, that's seven. So still, yeah, but a lot less than Ford and Chevy. Yeah, and that's why you said it on the numbers game. This is, you know, that's it is a numbers game right here, right? There's less Toyotas in the field, which they have higher odds. Um, unless you want to bet Toyota, I don't touch this unless you're, unless you think Toyota's got it, which you have Denny Hamlin, Bubba Wallace got a good shot. No, no, no question. And, and don't forget Seabell, you know, Christopher Bell's a guy that, mm-hmm. uh, he, he pretty much will embrace racing anywhere. And, and, uh, the way he came on strong last year, I'm sure he's going into the year with a lot of confidence. All right, we're going to take just a quick little gander at the, uh, odds to win the NASCAR championship before we give you our picks. Uh, nothing really has changed that much before, since our podcast we did before the, uh, before the clash and our kind of our preseason kickoff podcast there. But uh, Chase Elliott is still the favorite at plus 550. Kyle Larson is a plus 600. Denny Hamlin is a plus 800. Everyone else goes into double digits. Blaney is 10 to 1. Truex and Logano, 11. William Byron, Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, all at 12. Reddick is 15. Harvick is 18. Bowman, 30. Briscoe, 40, along with Bubba Wallace. Suarez and Cindric are 50. Keselowski, 60. Gregson and Ty Gibbs is 100. And the one thing we do know, Brendan, is if one of these guys that's on the right-hand column wins this race, he's pretty much, uh, not officially, but pretty much locked into the playoffs, you're going to see his odds plummet. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about it, right? This is your futures. This is NASCAR futures. If you want to take your flyer right now, you take it before the Daytona 500. Only one guy's number will change. Just the winner. If the winner happens to be Chase Elliott, not going to do a whole lot. Kyle Larson not going to do a whole lot. But if it happens to be Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, those numbers are going to you know drop drastically. So if you think one of those guys are going to win, take your future bet, put it now. Otherwise, only one guy's number will change after this race. And if you hit that guy, congratulations. No, you're exactly right. Okay, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. And actually, Brendan, I don't really know what you and I are in for, but Wyatt, I think, has something up his sleeve as we get into making our picks since the pit crew – Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, that's right, champs wow. right here, <laughs> champs. Oh, if anyone could, I, I, I feel oh. bad for those who are only listening to this podcast. The airbrushing of muscles on Wyatt and Isaiah is remarkable, <sighs> and Karina looks like Gina Carano in this picture. I, so, you um, know, this is great work by Michelle, graphic listen. designer. 
they, they deserve it, right? They kicked our butt last year. We got to give it to them. Congrats. Wait, way to go to the pit crew. Nicely done. Brendan, Nicely if, you, done. if you and I, when either one of us win this year, next year's graphic should be us standing on their faces. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I think it's time for us to give the picks. We'll because, have to get uh, our own I, graphic. We need to get artist. that graphic out of my head. Yeah, exactly. like, I need that graphic out of my head. Yeah, I'm with you. Can we get to something else? I was, I was dead last, so I think I, uh, you go I got first. my butt kicked last year. Yep. I'm going first. And here's what I got. I'm going to, I, I, Jeff, it's bold, it's brave, but I'm going to start off. I had other picks and then I crossed them out. I am going to go all top threes and I'm going to stick with the one manufacturer thing because they're all above five units. So I'm going for it. I'm going Austin Dillon at plus 700, Alex Bowman at plus 700, Jimmy Johnson at 12 to 1, the Dinger at 12 to 1, and Noah Gregson 12 to 1. I'm, I'm, I'm going for those. I'm going to say that the Chevys are going to be running near the end, and one of those guys is going to be in the top three. If I get two of them, even better, but at least one of them will be in the top three. Well, you're right. If you get two of them, you're going to take the lead uh, in, in a big way going into the season. So, all Taking right. a risk. I was bold, second. Bold. I'm probably a little bit more all over the place than you are. I am going to take a race winner, Brendan, because I, mm. I don't I don't know why I have this positive feeling. Forty to one on a seven time NASCAR champion. Give me Jimmy Johnson forty to one. I'm going to take that one. You and I are in total agreement on Austin Dillon with the top three. So I'm going to also take that one. Austin Dillon plus seven hundred for a top three. And then my other three picks. I'm going into the groups. I'm taking Denny Hamlin in Group A at plus two seventy five. Taking Bubba Wallace, a, another plus two seventy five in Group B, and the one I'm a little surprised you didn't take, Brendan, because you and I've really talked him up. Group E, Chase Briscoe, plus two sixty five. I really like that. I one. had it written. I had it right here, and I went. I went with the top three thing. I'm just. I had it. I All had good. It. All right for the for the defending champs, we're gonna go with the modern ah. goat, Jimmy Johnson, top three, twelve to one. Go with Chris Buescher over Ryan Priest at even money. The love is still flowing with Brad Keselowski here in 2023. We got him to win Group C at plus 260. Tyler Reddick to win Group D at plus 270. And Alex Bowman to win Group F plus 270. That pick is brought to you by Isaiah Von Vrinkel. Well, clearly Isaiah had nothing to do with the Brad Keselowski to win Group C pick because typically Isaiah overrules Wyatt on being able to pick He overruled me on a race winner, so we conceded. Okay, well, they did – what what can we say, Brendan? I mean, they did win the championship last I, year, right? You can't knock them if you if you want to make some money. Apparently, you got to go with the pit crew. So, well, there you go. Well, okay. Look, that this was now this year we've got this new car under our belt a little bit better. So it's certainly my hope that you know we have our handle around this a little bit better than we did Get last year. Up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. Do we want to take a look at our picks for the for the year? Do we do we have that graphic? Yeah, let's, why? I, know, I heard a rumor that we might have that graphic. I don't know if we do or not. We do have that graphic. We, we do have that graphic up. up there. So right. we've got uh, got about a minute and a half left in our segment here. And um, uh, Brendan, I'll run back through mine. Uh, my breakout driver, Bubba Wallace. Hopefully, he gets it off to a good start. I've taken Ty Gibbs much against my heart um, for Rookie of the Year. Austin Sendrick, the guy who won the 500 last year, I think is going to be in for a disappointing year. Chase Elliott to get the most wins, and I'm predicting 15 different race winners. Um, but I think your numbers are a little different than mine. Well, I got Austin Sindrick as the breakout, which goes against your disappointment. So we're head-to-head. Uh, we are head-to-head against the rookie. I got my man Noah. My disappointment started off strong, so we can make fun of me for that one already. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., driver with most wins. We both agree, Chase Elliott. And I got 19 wins on the season. Nice 19 winners on the season this and, year. And if you get those 19 wins, then winning the Daytona 500 is not going to mean anything for locking into the field. <laughs> 
Well, that's the season. Well, that's that was the season. season. That's true. We're talking about the, right, the first 26. You don't have 19 different ones for the first 26 races, I don't believe. No. So you, for the season. So you think the Daytona 500 winner is in the playoffs, right? I didn't say that. I just said 19 winners. I didn't say how many I thought would be. The question was not how many in the first 26. The question was how many on the season. And Motley, you know, you, you, you got to listen. You got to got to read. You got to got to pay attention to these things. Yeah, I don't think I paid real close attention to Karina's uh, sheet that she sent out with us uh, a few weeks ago when we had these positions. Okay, anyway, it's a big weekend of racing coming up this weekend at Daytona International Speedway. Duels on Thursday. we got trucks on Friday. Xfinity race coming up on Saturday. The big one Sunday, the Daytona 500 live on Fox. We'll be back next week to break it all down for you. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, High Five Casino. Casino. Win at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 